Hallelujah. Well, we're going to talk about the outpouring. Amen. Hallelujah. After all, this is a, a glory meeting. And I believe we haven't seen nothing yet. So if you're discouraged and down and disappointed, don't be. Because God hasn't done anything yet. I mean, you know, he's, he woke you up this morning. He's blessing us all the time, and I'm thankful for that. But he's going to knock your socks off. Amen. Hallelujah. And this is not a feel-good message. I'm preaching truth up here today. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we're going to talk about the year of the outpouring because, you know, you hear a lot about 2020. And some people are saying, well, we have double vision and double this. Well, I am believing for my sight to be healed so I can be cuter without these glasses. Y'all know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm believing for my sight to be 2020. But the, I believe what the Lord is saying he's going to give us double vision and, double, you know, his vision. Double vision, because see, God has given you double, double for your trouble. Let's just get that straight. Whatever trouble the Satan has brought towards you, the devil's going to give you sevenfold. He's going to give you double for your trouble and then make the devil pay you sevenfold. That's a good deal. Amen. Praise God. But I believe with this vision thing that everybody keeps talking about, God is going to give us double vision into the things of the spirit things that you can see no more are we going to be walking blindly wondering what is God doing when is it going to be my turn you know which way do I go when you're making decisions God's going to do that stuff for you he's going to allow you to see with his eyes hear with his ears amen he's going to give us so much more And I know some of you are tired of waiting. But you know what? This is the season to be alive. You need to come alive and be thankful. Amen. Because it's been a long time. But God has the antidote for a long time. Amen. So he's going to help that. Let's go to Habakkuk 2. For all you people who are saying it's a long time. And it has been a long time. But to God, a thousand years is like a day. A day is like a thousand years. No, God is the master of time, and he doesn't live by time. He doesn't respond by time. You know, he has so much time, so much more, so don't ever look at your age. Don't look at any of that. Because 2020 is a good year to get this understanding. I got so much more time. You know, if you're in your 60s or your 70s, you know, don't feel like you've you, your youthfulness have left because God is restoring He's doing all these things. And all you need to do is believe it and receive it. Amen. I believe he's going to do some things people don't even believe. Just because he knows you don't. Amen. But he wants you to believe that so much, that much that he's going to do some things for a lot of people. Amen. So Habakkuk 2.14, if we'll go there. I'm going to read it real quick. It says, for the whole earth. We will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Amen. So when it says with the knowledge 
of the glory of the Lord. It's just what it means, not information. Amen. You won't be hearing this from somebody, (laughs) but you're going to know for yourself. Amen. You're going to know for yourself that God is is who he said he is, and he's going to be to you who he said he's going to be for you. He's a father, a mother, your redeemer, your savior, your provider, whatever you need him to be, he's going to show you he's just that and more. He's exceedingly, abundantly, he's going to do more than you could ever ask or think. And so he's going to do his part. And he's going to do his part whether you do yours or not. Amen. Now that word knowledge is is uh, pertaining to skill. Skill and experience. In other words, you're going to know him through experience, not something you heard. You're not going to know about him. You're going to know him. Is that making sense? You will know him. And he is going to bless you, but he wants you to know him. Amen. You know, the Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge. God's going to make sure none of us have a lack of knowledge. Because when the glory is here, and it's here, and not when, it's here, you're going to know that you know that you know that Jesus is Lord and that God has come for his people. And he's come uh, to do all these things that you have been wanting done for so many years, so, such a long time. But he is going to, uh, you're going to know him, and he's going to know you better. Amen. Let's go to Isaiah 40. And I wanted to go back. <laughs> I wanted to go back here just to bring you up to date. With what God is doing now. Uh, let's see. Isaiah 40 verse 5. And it says. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh. Can everybody please say all. All, all, flesh, all flesh. Shall see it together. From the. Oh now that you off now. It's my turn. <laughs> Sorry about that. Nice to know that you're very zealous. I'll have you say something else. But I wanted you to, I wanted you to say all flesh because that means you and me. Amen. All flesh. Amen. We'll see it together. For the mouth of the Lord have spoken. Hallelujah. So we shall see the glory will fully be revealed to the whole earth. Now, that word glory means that manifestation of God's presence. It also means greatness. It means his power, um, his heaviness, his weightiness. We're going to all see all of that. It's going to all manifest. And it's just going to be a a lot going on. So, the Lord says so much your head will spin. Your head going to spin. For all of you people that thought you knew or I didn't think he was ever going to do anything different. Well, get your heart set for these things. You know, we need to get in a position to receive because I'm telling you, God is doing some stuff. He's already doing it. Now, if I can feel it, you should be able to feel it, too. Amen. Hallelujah. God's glory will fully be revealed. Amen. Now, we saw this in the beginning. During the uh, early church, 
So let's go there, Acts 2. We saw God's glory revealed in Acts 2. Amen. Hallelujah. Everybody thought these people were drunk. And they were drunk on new wine. The new wine. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, Peter was stand, he was, uh, with the twelve. So this is his account of what happened. Let's see. Let's go to verse, mm, let's do 13 first. It says, others mocking said, they're full of new wine. But Peter standing there, I'm in 14, standing up with the 11, raised his voice and said to them, men of Judea, And all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. Amen. You see that word heed. It says, for these are not drunk, as you suppose, since it is only the third hour. I think that's supposed to be about nine o'clock a.m. It says, but this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. It says in verse 17, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith the Lord, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Old men shall dream dreams and on my men servants. And that means and maidens. It says and on my. Oh, yeah, there it is. And my maiden servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. And I will show them wonders in heaven. Get ready for the wonders. Amen. We saw one, uh, was that last night? That was a wonder. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit showed up. Stand on the X, I dare you. (laughs) Amen. And see, we can't overlook these semi-big things because the biggie is coming. If you miss that, you'll miss what God is doing. Amen. But I watched and I noticed Pastor Barb didn't have to say much to anybody because they, they, you know, the Holy Spirit was guiding them. And so God is going to show up full force. Don't worry about it. Amen. Hallelujah. You know why I know? Because the glory of the Lord is building. It's building. You know, like a volcano about to erupt. The glory is about to erupt. Hallelujah. Amen. But it shall come to pass that the glory and power of God is going to be seen. Amen. Now, this is the thing. It won't be televised. And it won't be, uh, what is it? When you, yeah, there you go. Won't be live streamed. So you got to be ready for this because the TV is just going to get messed up. The signals are going to get scrambled. <laughs> you got to be there. You won't get it long distance. Because remember, let's see in that scripture that we read in Isaiah 40, it says the glory of the Lord will be revealed and the people shall see it together. And so you have to be where God is doing things. You know, and it says he, he will give you understanding. And he will give you wisdom into what was going on. And you'll know him. You will know that you know you will know him. Amen. Hallelujah. Everyone, God wants everyone to be a witness. And I know I'm going to be there. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 
so it shall come to pass. The prophets have been prophesying about the glory for ages, right? Amen. Still doing it to this day. The prophets of old, they declared it. We just, we just looked into Isaiah. We read Habakkuk. And now we're in the book of Acts. And the prophets are still declaring to this day. Well, I don't mean the false prophets. Because they're, they're promising money and all this other stuff. But you know what I'm saying. The prophets that know, they were prophesying about the glory. Amen. And I'm telling you, it is about to come. Well, the glory is here. Let's get this straight. See, we're so used to saying it's coming. It's here. But God is going to put us right in the midst of it. And it's going to be glorious. That's all I know. And I'm ready. Are you ready? (laughs) So the gospel is being declared as a witness throughout the nations. Peter warned us. Isaiah warned us. Everybody is warning us about what's going to go on. Amen. Now let's just bring it up to date a little bit. Uh, Let's see. Smith Wigglesworth prophesied it. Or Roberts caught it. Uh, What's his other? Uh, Hagen caught it. And we're still listening, although they're gone on. Then Pastor Barb caught it. And our guest here, he caught it. And we're catching it. We're preaching it. And the people under us, see, it, it, those seeds have been planted in the earth. Amen. It's been planted in the earth. And I'm telling you, those seeds are growing up. And it's going to happen very soon. It could happen any day. If it don't come today, look for it tomorrow. But we already saw the glory yesterday. And I believe what it does is it manifests more and more, more stronger, more stronger every day, every day. Amen. Like a mountain that's being built or a volcano. And I'm telling you, when that thing hits, you better be ready. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see. Do I have another scripture? Uh, Ephesians 3.20. See, do we want to go there? I'll just talk about it a little bit. It says exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. So God's going to do exploits. He's going to do more than you asked him. You know how you're expecting God to do so much because you know what you've asked him to do. You know what you need. You know what you've asked him in prayer. He's going to do more than that. That word exceedingly. Abund- In other words, God's coming out of the box. Are you going to come out the box? Sometimes you have to come out of the box to receive what God has for you. But he's coming out of that box. Amen. The Bible says in Isaiah, it says, broaden your, your, your cords, your stakes. In other words, stretch yourself. You know, go where you've not gone before. You know, put more into believing. Renew your mind in the word so that you can receive what God has. Because I'm telling you, God is blessing his people. We're living in those times. Like Esther, we're living for such a time as this. You know, this is our time. Hallelujah. And so God wants us to trust him. 
Amen. And and I know we have, uh, I'll be the first one to admit that I've had trouble, you know, sometimes, not with all things, but you know how that one thing you hold on to that you just say, "Eh, I don't want to let it go because he might not. Amen. Amen. But God is saying, surrender that to me. Amen. Surrender that to me. Repent and, and say, God, you know, I'm sorry for not trusting you with this thing. But I'm, I want to see your glory. And I'm telling you, God is doing So that's the God of Ephesians 3.20. The exceeding and abundant God. Amen. And guess what? He's on your side. He's on my side. Amen. And everything, it says, what he's going to do for us in this season. Well, I have to say in this new era. Because this is a new era. It's a little different from a season because a season sometimes things can cross over a season or be held. I hope I'm right, the way I'm understanding it. Or it can, you know, be, uh, it can come, stop, be held, pick it up, that kind of thing. But when a, a, a new era comes in, and this is a new decade, it's, it's new. It's, it's Isaiah 43, 19. Amen. Behold, I do a new thing. Don't you just know it or don't, don't you perceive it? Amen. So it's fresh. I'll say that. Fresh. It's new. It's something that you've not experienced. And God's not going to tell you. He's going to tell you that much. But you have to get where he is and just trust him. Trust him in this and he's going to do more. He's the God of Ephesians 20. He does more than you ask. Amen. But we need to worship him more. See, I believe worship and praise ushers in the glory. Amen. Repentance ushers in the glory. Amen. Own up. Whatever it is. See, it got quiet in here. I don't like that. (laughs) There was a little still hush. (laughs) But don't be afraid. Just own up to whatever it is and just say, Father, I repent. It's never easy, you know, when you God is revealing something to you about you. It's always fun when he reveals something about somebody else, <laughs> but not you. But you have to, you have to just get used to it because he's your father. He's your father. You're his child. Amen. So in this new era, God is given new opportunities to get more wisdom and more revelation. You know, it's like revelation is everywhere. Nothing is being held back from his people. Amen. You're living in exciting times. And I do believe that. Exciting times with and having fun with God. Just living in expectancy. That's fun. Amos 9.13 talks about, you know, uh, things are going to be happening so fast your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. And it's like that because God does not want you to know what's happening. He wants you to trust him. Amen. And because that's where the fun, he makes it fun. We sweat, but God is saying, hey, if you just trust me, it'll be fun for you too. But I do believe that when we get used to trusting him, the more and more we trust him, the more fun it is. Amen. Let's turn to Isaiah 43. Let's read that. Oh, back to Isaiah. Let's see. And let's read about the the new thing that God is doing, because he's talking about a new thing. And that's what I believe that a new era is. It's a new thing. It's, it's fresh. 
That's the word that I can think of. 43 verse 19. It says, Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? When To me, if when something is springing forth, it's coming at you. It's kind of like being catapulted into into something, you know, something new. God's not asking your your permission. He's just taking you, pushing you. I, I think it's um, the speed, faster than speed comes to my mind. But, you know, he's catapulting us into something new. Amen. And see, when you're going into something new, you don't have time to try to figure it out. Try to do some guesswork. You got to trust God for where you're going. Amen. Because he's going to get us where we need to be. And he wants to press. That word press, oh boy, in that uh, prophecy on the first night just really spoke to me, you know. Because that's what we we have to do. We have to press. Amen. Amen. Because I think the devil is fighting us harder. The closer we get to victory, the closer we get to the glory, the more he's going to fight us. And so we have to fight back. We have to keep on coming out. Keep coming out with your boxing gloves on and just fight. And don't shadow box, but really fight. Amen. Because you know who your opponent is. And it's not flesh and blood. It's principalities and powers. Amen. Rulers of wickedness. We know who our enemy is. And so, you know, we're supposed to help those that get entrapped with what he's doing, minister to them, and let's keep on pushing to the goal line. Amen. So you have to press. Hallelujah. But he's doing a new thing. And it says, now it shall spring forth. You see that word now? Hallelujah. And I'm looking at all these things as little clues to what God is doing. Now it shall spring forth. Behold, I'll do a new thing. And it says, I want to go back to 18. Sorry about this. I forgot. It says, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. To me, you know what God is saying? You can't bring that baggage where we're going into this new era. The old hurts, old wounds, old, you know, those promises that you didn't see. Or how about this, the prophecy, I was prophesied, and, and that prophet don't know what she's talking about because it didn't come to pass, which has nothing to do with the, the messenger. You know, once that prophecy is delivered, it's up to you. But a lot of people are angry because they didn't see the prophecy fulfilled. Amen. And, or uh, prayers that took too long and just get discouraged. I've been there. Where it's like, God, what is happening? Amen. But I'm telling you, God is moving. He's moving at rapid speed. I, I just believe that. He's moving according to uh, Amos 9.13. He's moving at rapid speed. You know, we need to do catch up with where he is. Because, see, this is why people don't get excited because they, huh, I heard this one before, you know. But I'm telling you, this is a new thing. God's ne- In other words, you've never come this way before. Hallelujah. You've never come this way before. You may feel like you've, this is familiar, but this is uncharted territory. Amen. <laughs> but I'm telling you, God is with us, and he's going to do more. Because there's more to be had. Amen. As long as you need more, he's going to do more. And so we need to expect him. 
expect him to do more. In this new era, there's going to be more and more new opportunities. I should just say new opportunities. And uh, just everything that you lack, God will give it to you. Amen. And I, I was asking God, I says, God, lead me and guide me uh, to or through or to my blueprint for life or wherever I'm supposed to be or whatever I'm supposed to have or whatever I'm supposed to be doing. Lead me to that. Because, see, we can get hooked up in our needs and our wants and, you know, and stuff that we really don't, we forget where we ought to be and what we ought to be doing. You know, all we're praying. but And, you know, and I just believe sometimes we've been around this circle before, you know. But God is saying, look, get out the boat. You got to get out the boat to get something. Amen. Get out of the boat. Come out of your place of, cause if you're, you've been like me in the past, you, you tend to hide, you know, or, or go into a cave or say, I'm not going, you know, I, this has happened before. But I'm telling you, this is, God is doing a new thing. He really is. So we need to prepare for this, this change, cause it is change. That's what a, a new era is, it involves change. It's not like going to be like it was before. Amen. It's a time of, of re, I want to say reform, reformation, but the word reforming <laughs> sticks out to me. Reforming things, restoring things, you know, uh, all of those rewords. He's doing all that stuff, reintroducing himself to us. Amen. Reintroducing his power to us and more of it. Can you stand it? I I want so much until I can't stand it. Amen. So this is what we have to do. Take place. You have to get in position. Take place means my my uh, understanding of it is that you say, okay, let me brush off my feet. And let me grab this again. And let me get do it by faith this time and not drop it, not lose it. And we're going in this with God. And we're going to come out on the, the good end of things. But God is doing a lot of different stuff. I mean, this ain't the same way it was before. This is something different, something new. Amen. So you got to be ready to step into your destiny. Amen. Where, they, where God's going to do the impossible. Hallelujah. So I wrote just a few things down. Let's see, do I have another scripture for you? Let me check. Not for a while. So I'm just going to uh, read a few things that I jotted down. Amen. There's going to be much fruitfulness on God's side. Amen. So stay on his side. You know, like God said, who who's on my side? Or I think uh, Pastor Barb did a teaching a couple weeks ago. Was it Who's on My Side? Or? Who's, who's on the Lord's side? Who, right, Who's on the Lord's Side. And I was thinking about that when I was writing these things down. God wants you to be on his side so he can fight for you. Amen. 
who is on the Lord's side. Amen. And when the, the Son of Man comes back, will he find faith? Will he find your faith? Amen. So the harvest is ripe for the harvesters, but we're the harvesters. Are you ready? I'm, hey, I'm, I'm asking the Lord if I'm not ready, prepare me for what I need. And I believe he's doing that. I believe he's doing it for you and for me. He's preparing us to go out and harvest the, I don't want to say fishers of men because it's a whole bunch of people. I mean, this is a harvest of people. So he's preparing us to go out for the harvest. But you have to be on his side. You have to understand and believe in what he's doing. Amen. Hallelujah. So he wants you to step out of the boat, your comfort place, and expect things to change. And want and desire to change because the harvest is right. And the people are crying out, you know, for, uh, for the people like me and you saying, where is the relief? Where's God? You know, I don't, I don't know which way to turn. Where are those, uh, people who are going to come and, and comfort me, minister to me? And tell me that God loves me. That's us. And so we can't stay stuck in the boat. Amen. We must come out. So no more um, weariness. We got to let go weariness, disappointment. Amen. Over the prophecy that didn't happen. Amen. And don't be mad at yourself anymore. (laughs) Repent. Amen. Let go of the sin, the anger. Unanswered prayers, I think I covered that, and receive your breakthrough. So you have to repent for all of that stuff. And why? Because God has given us something different. He's given us uh, this moment or this time to seize uh, your uh, blessing or to, to seize the promises of God. Amen? And I, I kind of call it a Kairos moment where... You know, it's a new awakening where your your uh, divine appointment is right on schedule. And this is your opportunity. It's an opportunity for you to seize it. And you don't want to miss that opportunity. And so we want to stay with God. <clears throat> it's a time to run with a new empowerment of his spirit. You don't think God is going to send you out there unprepared. He's going to give you a new, uh, or I could say a refreshing in your spirit with strength to subdue the enemy. See, when, when you, God send you out, He's preparing you. He's doing that right now for those that's paying attention. He's strengthening us. He's doing all of this by the spirit. And He's strengthening our bodies. He's healing us. He's, He's doing healing your heart, healing your mind. We have the mind of Christ, so we can be healed and have God's thoughts and and know what, I believe at a certain point, we'll know what's going on with God because he'll reveal that to us, amen? But see, it's kind of like you can't sit home and say, I want to know what you're doing, God, and just, you know, you got to be out there ready <laughs> to 
deal with the devil. Stay in the word and strengthen, get yourself strengthened in the word. You know, we've all been estranged from time to time, but I'm telling you, this is a, a time where we need to get with the word and stay with the word because that's your foundational. I, I believe, amen. I believe God is saying, see, I was thinking of something um, where God was saying something to me. I, it'll come back to me about, um, it'll come back to me. I, I, I can't remember it, but it was something about preparing us in the spirit for what's to come. And so we have to really stay in the word until we, you know, receive everything that God has for us. Okay, so we are engaging with God on a new level. God doesn't want to deal with us where we are, where we've been. He wants us to come up higher, come on a new level, where grief, hopelessness, discouragement, all that stuff leaves. And we're, he, we're just dealing with him one-on-one on what he's about to do because we put all that stuff behind us. Amen. Behold. What was that? Are we okay? Amen. Behold, I do a new thing. And so he wants us to know that he's doing something afresh. He wants a fresh relationship with us. Where hope has been stolen by Satan, he wants to restore it. Amen. And give you double. I think we talked about that. God is fulfilling and increasing us. Amen. Just because it's been a long time, he's going to he's going to touch that. Amen. So continue to press. I believe God is going to do a different thing with us. He's going to give us more speed, more accuracy. He's going to do all of these things for us. Amen. Hallelujah. And he's going to <laughs> do everything that we can't do for ourselves. Amen. We're not in this alone, but God is going to be, he's going to show us that he's with us more than you think he is. Let's go to John 16. Hallelujah. I almost forgot to do that. John 16. Verse 13. Amen. And I believe this is a key. A key to uh, what God is doing. A key to receiving or being under on the same um, level or the same understanding with God about the glory. John 16, verse 13, it says, However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. Verse 14 says, He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Isn't that something? See, everything that he owns, you own. Amen. It's, it's, it's not, you're not alone. And God is not asking us to be, uh, superhuman. He'll give us what we need. 
verse 15 says, all things that the father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Amen. And when you have sorrow, he'll turn it into joy, disappointments. He'll encourage you. Whatever it is that you need, he will do for you. Hallelujah. But you have to be present. You have to be working with God. It won't be televised. You have to be a willing participant. You have to, uh, you know, you got to do a little work. And that's good. Work is good for you. Amen. Pray in season. Amen. Out of season. And walk in the spirit, not the flesh. So you'll miss this stuff if you don't get in the spirit. Pray, pray in tongues. And pray until you, the glory falls in your house. And you think it's there. It is. <laughs> you know, the glory goes before us. And, and is our rear guard. Hallelujah. So pray in season and out of season. Amen. Let's see. Did we do Habakkuk too? For the vision is for a, an appointed time. Well, I just said, okay. And at the end, it will speak. Amen. I did that one. Amen. It says, so wait for it. Wait for the vision. Wait for what God is doing. Amen. Because it's your time. See, this is not catching us at, you know, it's not catching us at a, a unopportune time. I don't know if that's a word. But everything that God is doing is right on schedule. Amen. So we need to get with the schedule. You know how sometimes... Well, I remember when I was going to school, when you didn't have a schedule on the first day of school, you didn't know what room you were supposed to be in. You were just lost. That's how some of us are. So we need to get with the Go get you a schedule. <laughs> well, how do I do that? Pray in the spirit. Pray and get with God until he puts you where you're supposed to be mentally. Amen. Hallelujah. And you'll realize that you're born for such a time as this. In other words, God didn't forget you. He didn't pass you by. You didn't make so many mistakes that he don't want to use you anymore. See, the devil is a liar. It's not too late for you to get your healing. It's on schedule too. You know, it's like when you get your schedule, you're going to see it on first period. You're going to see that he's got your healing. It's going to have your address right there. That's that's your room number. Amen. And he's going to have that right there for you. And you're going to say, oh, God didn't forgive me after all. You're right in his plan. And that's the thing that makes me so happy and gives me hope. Because God is saying in this new era, I have not forgotten you. And this was his plan. It's not something that he just planned. He had this plan from the very beginning. Amen. He always planned to rescue you. He always planned to invite you to the party. Amen. But you, you, you know, you have to obey God. We all have to fall in line again because we've fallen out of line sometimes. We got to get in line again. And don't take so long this time. Amen. Because you know what? The more is coming. And we need more. We really do. I know I do. I need more. Amen. This is how I started this venture, asking for more. I didn't know what I was asking for. And then I found out it's more to be had. There's so much more I don't know and haven't understood and haven't experienced with God 
But you know what? I'm tired of the devil. Sick and tired of him. And I'm ready. I'm ready to move forward with God. And I know you all are too. Amen. So God's been bringing the church to our knees. Do you agree with that? You praying more now than you ever prayed. Y'all know what's going on. (laughs) He's bringing the church to our back to our knees. That's what I should say. And those of us that kept pressing and didn't, you know, didn't uh, desert God, he's bringing us to our knees even more because we need it. This earth needs it. Amen. Hallelujah. So he's bringing us to our knees in this hour. And we're finding ourselves again through the test and the trials. Amen. There's always going to be test and trial. So don't be waiting on this to stop. After this stops, and it will, there'll be a new test and a new trial. But guess what? We're overcomers. We will overcome everything that's put. See, this is the thing. God didn't put these tests, and some of this stuff is the devil. A lot of it is. But he already set us up to prevail. He didn't set us up to to fall. It's it's a fixed fight. Amen. So so don't be afraid of it because sometimes you'll get afraid of what's before you, but I'm telling you get used to that cuz behold God is doing a new thing. Don't you perceive it? He's doing something brand new. You're not going to know what's going on. But trust him because he knows what's going on. All you need to do is obey him. Obey his instructions. Don't quit on him. Amen. Hallelujah. And let that perfect, um, what I should say that, let patience have its perfect work inside of you. Let patience work. How else can you receive patience if you don't go through the trials? Amen. But. You will start to receive patience. That's what we need. And it has a perfect work, and his work is done on the inside of us. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's the only way we can get there is through trials. In other words, how will you know what you're made of? How will you know what you're capable of if you weren't, if you weren't up against something? Amen. The testing of your trial, it brings patience. And so we need to allow that to work on. And that's the part I don't like it. You know, it's like, I'm good. (laughs) But, you know, you got to put your money where your mouth is. Amen. And so we need to allow God to to work that out on the inside of us. And he is showing us what we lack through the trials. Because, you know, we walk, walk around thinking we're great if he don't show us who we really are. Amen. And where we need to fix and tweak things doesn't mean that we're bad people. It just means we need a little work on some things. Amen. Because this is the thing I love about God. He never counts me out. And he never counts you out. Amen. So we made some mistakes. Repent. But see, you know, let me tell you why I think people don't repent. Because they don't want to be wrong. But God is always right. And guess what? We're wrong. Amen. But just repent, and it's just like that. It's like you put a Band-Aid on a scratch, and you say, okay, fix that, and it's done. Repent. Repent from your heart. 
And God will, well, I might do it again. Repent. You repent again. Amen. And just keep going for God. Don't X God out of your life. Amen. Keep, keep going for God. Even when you get tired of it and you don't see anything or you don't see the things you want to see, keep going for God. Amen. God is allowing us and expecting us to take a bold stand. In other words, waging a good warfare. Having done all, stand and wage a good warfare. See, if you quit, you can't wage war on the devil. You can't do it and quit too. You can't do it and give in. You have to stay in the game. Amen. And keep fighting. Amen. Well, what do, what do I do? Stay in your word. Keep doing what God told you to do. Amen. And you will see change. You will see change. You must see change. Amen. And he will, before you know it, you'll see the glory being ushered in. And it will, it's here. And it could be your day today. Could be your day tomorrow. But we know one thing, you will have your day soon. Let's see, they should be happy. They're not happy. Y'all not happy. <laughs> yeah. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Amen. Hallelujah. Because God is with us. Put God first and press like Paul. Amen. Press through the test. It's just what you have to do. When you press through the test, you'll see a big change. But I'm telling you, if you haven't gotten your needs met, if you haven't gotten what you need from God, now is a good time to get it. Because He, this is a new era, a new decade, and God is doing things differently. Is he going to tell us? No. Amen. But you'll know it when it hits you. Amen. But the glory is here. And he's doing good things for everybody. Amen. And so I think a good place to start is to start thanking him and worshiping him. Amen. Praising him. Hallelujah. Everything's fresh and new. God don't remember your sin. If you repent it, he don't remember it. So now is a good time for something fresh and new. And you know what? I want God to do different stuff for me. I'm tired of the old. I want the new. Amen. I'm excited about the new. Was I always excited? No. I wasn't until I got with the program. But now I'm excited about what God is doing. He's creating things. See, it's like this. I look at it like this. If God don't have what you need, he can create it. Amen. He has creative power. And so if you don't think, because it's always something that we think God can't do or won't do. But if he don't have it, he'll create it for you. He loves you that much. Amen. He's, he's, he wants to take the place of your father, your mother, anybody that's deserted or left you. God is there. Amen. He'll pay your bills. He's been paying my bills for years. Amen. And I love it. Amen. He'll, he'll make somebody give you, bless you. He just does. Amen. That's how he works. And I like it because, well, it used to make me a little nervous, but now I've learned to trust him. It's like, God, whatever, however you want to bless me, I'm here to receive it. Because it becomes unimportant who does it. 
or when it happens. As long as it happens, I'm happy. Amen. So the harvest is ripe for the harvesters. Where are the harvesters? Amen. But God is leading and guiding us. But because we can consider this a Kairos moment. Where it's, in other words, it's your moment to seize. Don't come often. But it's here. What did you do to deserve it? What did we do? Nothing. But you stood. And you didn't quit. Amen. Well, I'm in trouble now. So what? God says, I'll get you out of trouble. Plead the blood. Don't forget the covenant. It's two things God reminded me this year. He said, consider the covenant and plead the blood or apply the blood. Consider the covenant. Because, see, we're in covenant with him. And I would look at it like a, a two Two covenants because you're the children of Abraham, and Abraham is in a covenant with him, so you inherited that covenant. And then the blood of Jesus, the covenant that he made with his own son. How can you miss? Amen? So you two-way, you got two-way, you know, like that two-way tape. If one side give in, the other side is sticking. (laughs) So you have a two uh I'll say a two-ply covenant with God. So he told me to remember the covenant and apply the blood. So when you're fighting the devil, I command that I bind you, Satan, and I plead the blood of Jesus over everything that I own, over my children, over my grandchildren. I plead the blood of Jesus over my life. Hallelujah. Apply the blood. You get in trouble with the law. Plead the blood. <laughs> Lower you <you're> up. <laughs> Plead the blood. And so this is a new way of living. This is the way we're going to have to live every day. But it becomes so easy when you get used to doing it every day. And so God doesn't want to make a big deal out of it because this is who we are. We're believers. And this is what believers do. They walk in their authority and they take Take a stand. And just because you don't see things moving, you don't move. Amen. Yes. You stand there until something, you make something else move. Amen. And that I heard somebody t- uh, preaching about bulldog faith. And that's what you have to have. If you, and it doesn't mean that you've got it all together. It just means that you refuse to back up and give in because you know that you're in a blood covenant with your father and your father Abraham is in covenant with you and you're not backing up because you know it's already yours and that's what covenant will do for you. You already know it's done and you already know it's yours and you just refuse to let go like a bulldog. Grab something, clamp down on it, don't let go. Amen. And so we need to just buck up. Don't be afraid anymore. Those days are gone. You know, you're born again. You're a believer. And it's like I demand. I put a demand on what's mine. I put a demand on what God has already done for me. I put a demand on what he's already provided. Amen. And so you have to get right up in the devil's face and let him know you letting this go. Amen. I am healed in Jesus' name. You let this go in the name of Jesus. 
You let my kids go. They don't belong to you. Amen. Hallelujah. They'll do exploits in the name of Jesus. And so this is what we have to stand firm. This is what standing firm is. And if you slip up and mess up, repent, and you're still in the game. Amen. But God, you know, he'll reassure us of what we what we have to do. And he's always with us. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. You just got to start trusting God more. Amen. Because, see, he's going to give us more. We're living in a more season because of of, uh, Ephesians 3.20, an exceeding and abundant season. And so you're going to have to maybe do a little more. But the one thing I find easy is God's already got it mapped out. And all we have to do is obey him and listen to him. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't think I have another scripture. I do have on there that I didn't say hope stolen by the devil is being restored. Amen. And you will receive double for your trouble. All of these things that you thought God wouldn't do and you gave up on, guess what? He's going to put it. He's saying, go get that prophecy and dust it off. Get it off the shelf and believe for it. Go get that promise because I'm doing that thing. Start to believe for it. And if you uh, have a spouse, get together with them and pray and make a decision together. We're going to stand on this. And we're not letting the devil steal anymore. Let him who have stolen steal no more. And make a decision that you're going to have what God has already provided. He's already said you can have it. And it's already yours. So you got to take it and, and, you know. Make sure that you get it because, and I'm telling you, it's going to get easier in this new era. It's going to get easier to get it. This is your Kairos moment, (laughs) okay? And it's going to be easier to stand on the devil's toes and take what does not belong to him. It belongs to you, and it's already provided for. And so you have to continue to stand and not give up. Amen? All right. Father, we thank you. I'm done. (laughs) In the name of Jesus, we praise you. We thank you. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you for the great outpouring, for the year of the great outpouring. And we do thank and praise you. We lift you up. Hallelujah. We want to see your glory. Show us your glory.